0: Hey, folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, we're back with another Eastern Tennessee Fishing Report with Ellis Ward. Ellis, how you doing?
1: Doing well, Marv. How are you?
0: As always, just trying to stay out of trouble, and I guess the good news is right before Thanksgiving, we're all coming out of the freezer locker in the southeast.
1: Yeah, it's nice. Um, Some chilly days here in the last week, but today might be... Upper 50s, and then we'll be sniffing the 60s for the next couple days.
0: Yeah, and I guess the the interesting thing is, you know, folks know you fish on tailwaters like the South Holston, so you are buffered a little bit when the water gets really cold, but it still does impact the way the fish behave. You want to kind of share that with folks?
1: Yeah, um, right now is an interesting time of year just because the brown trout are actively spawning not all of them at once and not only in one part of the river but um you know i I was out yesterday and this is after a handful of days of it being just um consistently cold and and windy and dry um so i was in the lower section and the water temperature is 47 degrees. And, and so, for context, there, this is on the Wataga. Um, for context, like in in this, you know, late spring, if it's low, um, that water temperature is going to be closer to mid to upper 50s. So, in tailwaters that don't see a whole lot of variation, um, you know, mid mid 50s is a a very big difference to mid to upper 40s um so fish behavior wise you know for stringer fishing it's still like i had said last time changing up your retrieves and really i mean painfully making that your your kill the, the strip cadence of strip strip that pause in between just making that thing hang for a second or even on that first cast getting it right up to the bank just let it chill there for a second. Let the line sink down, then start moving it. Um, and then bugs, you know, that, that's one of the biggest indicators. It's just, there, there are a lot of bugs and a lot of fish eating bugs on top and big fish eating bugs. I'm talking all the way down into the lake. So this is not just upper tailwater spawn season fishing type deal. Good time to catch fish on dries. No one's down there. I'm not, you know, giving up my spots. It's just there's only going to be a handful of people able to fish the the lower sections of these rivers in you know the next couple of weeks. So if if you're able to, it, it's an awesome time to fish um, streamers for you know. There's some Lakers coming up. We're not all the way up yet. Um, And then as small as you can get. So, you know, 26 is still look a little big, but with, yeah, with those cold taps, waters being 47, the bugs are super, super tiny, but they are, I mean, there's areas of the river that are boiling. And, And part of that is there's no boats. So, you know, pros and cons to everything, but certainly some awesome opportunities if you feel like doing something just a little different.
0: Yeah. Very, very neat. And got a question for you from Dave, and this is a streamer question. Um, Mm -hmm. And Dave wanted to get your thoughts on kind of how you pick streamers in terms of, you know, are you a, you know, light fly, sunny day guy, dark day, dark fly guy, kind of what's your thought process when you go to pull uh, a big piece of meat out of the box?
1: Sure. Um, I have, it's it's hard for me to ignore data from people that have more of it than I do. So, you know, starting starting out, going with some of the and this goes for, you know, conventional bass fishing and all that. Um it it was, you know, following that almost feels like a a wives tale at this point, but dark day, dark fly type deal. And then, you know, reading or listening to Kelly talk about his process um of going white to black to yellow to chartreuse to purple you know that whole deal um where i have arrived and what i have found to be the most successful is and this is going to sound possibly unhelpful um you know i'll give an example of sort of what i'm doing now it's starting with some of these sort of tan, taupe, um, mid-size, dungeon circus, peanut type flies. That's just because that's what I'm into right now. And I've caught some good fish on it. Um, you know, the next switch, on my next switch, I'm probably going to bring out a smaller profile fly, like a peanut envy or a Creolex, and then a couple bigger ones. You know, hair bug, like a drunk or swim bug, and um, you know some bigger dungeons in white. And I'm just going to ask the guy what he wants to fish. That that right there is how I select streamers. Um, if I sense a a drop in energy or Excitement after a streamer goes on and they're watching it, or you know they just can't see it. big white fly with lots of flash that thing's going to catch just as many fish as anything else, and largely speaking, it's because you can see it so you're getting live feedback as to how your little strips and taps and kills are making it move and if and if you're feeling like what you're seeing and what you're doing is fishy and it's gonna elicit the need. You're going to keep doing it. And if you keep doing it, you will catch a fish. So I would say just fish, fish where you're confident in. If you don't have a confidence pattern, try a bunch of new stuff. Something's going to work.
0: Yeah. It's funny you say that because that's probably one of the biggest pieces of advice Blaine gave me. He's like, dude, like you have to think about how that fly is swimming or you're not going to fish it well. Right. Um, exactly and you know and to your point i mean smallmouth fishing uh with a small game changer and watch white one and watching that thing disappear is pretty killer like you're doing your thing and it's just like where'd my fly go and you're like set um exactly but but i would say too it sounds a little bit like you know what you're really doing is you're starting out natural right you're kind of matching the hatch because it sounds like you're picking uh basically flies of the same color and the same size as the forage right and then moving down because you know that there's probably smaller uh forage fish in the system and then from there it's basically fishing confidence flies right
1: yeah w- without input from the angler i'm going to kind of go with what i like which is something that's going to catch fish in general um you know a 10 12 inch brown trout's going to come off the bank and smash it just like a 20 inch one would You know, then there's the, a person wants to hunt with big flies, um, which does not always mean big fish. Um, and then there's just casting ability. I mean, if you're out for eight, nine hours and you're throwing a seven weight, so just, you know, trout fishing, not musky, you're throwing a seven weight, you know, you're not going to be, it's uncomfortable to be chucking an eight inch changer around and there's also just not that many you know relative to the three three and a half inch sculpins and all the little bait fish in the system um, you're just you're playing the odd uh, the, the odds are not in your favor yeah that you know the eat's gonna be awesome which I f- fully support if that's your game but y- your odds are much higher there there are many more Things to be eaten, including crawdads. It's it's something that's not a lot of people don't think about. But the peanut envy, some of these little tan grizzly things with the you know the, the circus peanut with um, the rubber legs and giving it those kills and pops. Um, that's an awesome crawfish imitation, and the Watauga in particular, starting sort of mid river and into the lake, is loaded with big crawfish. So um agreeing with you and adding a bunch of words that, yeah, you know, starting with stuff, you know, is in the river and then uh working your way down or up based on both what you're feeling and and what you're seeing in the water.
0: Yeah. It's also interesting too, like, you know, fish the way you want to fish, but, you know, also realize that you may be blowing your arm up for nothing. So kind of be smart
1: that way too. Correct. And sometimes it is just, you want to, cast big flies that day that's how you want to fish that day and if that's the deal then great
0: yeah absolutely and you know folks we love questions on the articulate fly you can dm us on social media you can email them to us um whatever is most convenient for you and if we use your question i will send you some articulate fly swag and we're gonna enter a drawing for uh two days of fishing with ellis and a night at the watauga river lodge right ellis
1: yes sir
0: yeah. And so, uh, you know, as we kind of cruise into the uh, to the winter part of your season, you want to let folks know where they can find you so they can book in and fish with you?
1: Sure. Um, you can either, you know, ch- check out what I'm doing, mostly what I'm tying it, at Ellis Ward Flies on Instagram. You can feel free to message me on that. Um, website is the same, elliswardflies.com. And then, as always, encourage people to just... Call, text directly,
0: uh, 513-543-0019. Well, there you go. Well, listen, folks, I hope you all have a happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Ellis.
1: Hey, happy Thanksgiving, Marv. Thank you.